0: back to another stellar but frosty episode of the film alchemist podcast the show where we take the movies we love break them apart to find out what gives them their magic i'm your host josh griffey joined as always by my friend co-host and male person alex Dandino, yes <laughs> all I am right a male person That's right. Before, well, hey, you said it, not me, brother. Before uh, Alex, you know, hits the knee and lifts on high my gifts to honor me on this month of my birth. The month with which I popped forth from the primordial ooze and brightened Alex's life forever. Just a little business. Guys, (laughs) something very easy you can do. And we've actually seen an influx of these and it's been really nice. Wherever you guys are hearing this now, I'm sure you can leave uh, ratings and reviews, right? Five stars, a couple sentences while you like the show. It seems annoying for us to ask you to do something like that. It's free. It takes just a second. And it honestly helps shows like us algorithmically get past all the noise, right? The old pipe-laying, crusty-ass billionaires trying to keep us from enjoying our views, man. So help us out. You know, quick sentence, little thing like that. Uh, share us on all the socials. We're on social media, too. Easy to find. You can email the show, philmalchemistpod at com. You can find us on YouTube, philmalchemist. If you want to see our faces, make sure we're not up to no good. Uh, video versions of most of the pods there, along with uh, some other stuff we do from time to time. But most importantly, if you want to help the show, if you want to become a part of crafting this show, making it exactly what you need, right? You want this show to be forged by the gods and we need your help, man. Over at Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash film pod. For as little as a dollar a month, you get in. Uh, meet our community who is just full of awesome people that we enjoy and uh, cherish. And as you go up, the official Highlander tier ranking system. Very scientific and very sexy. We don't talk about it enough. It's sexy as hell to be in the Highlander tier ranking system. You! Uh, can get votes on movies you want to hear every month. We do Patreon-exclusive episodes, right? We have a whole library of those that are great. We have some mini-series that are coming out. You got your feature-length commentaries. You can even select a double feature of your choosing of movies that you want us to talk about. Again, exclusively over on patreon.com slash pod. It's the absolute best way to help us out. It's the best way to help yourself out. While Alex is just buttering up. My crispy abs, right? Fanning me with those big ass leaves, palm leaves, maybe, maybe beer pong and some just, grapes I, I into just, my mouth and I, belly button. I, I
1: regret everything about you don't. making this
0: month. You don't. This is the best month for you ever. And it'll be the best month for you guys too. If you join us on patreon.com slash Phil is All right, Alex, make with the goods. Sure. Wow me. That's right.
1: Again, the pod gifts, Griff. That is the name Meals of the month.
0: before Griff. Not
1: any other workshopping title. Um,
0: the pod greases Griff.
1: Gross. We're not doing any of that. We're not greasing up old dudes. That's not our thing. <laughs> How
0: dare you? How fucking dare you?
1: The pod uh, nares the old guy's back. I- <laughs> this uh, Okay, so tonight, uh, tonight's movie is actually one that uh, I, I selected this one. This was one that um, mm-hmm. I feel like this was maybe last summer, maybe in the ball even mm-hmm. I'm not really sure last year it was a errant text Griffey and I just text occasionally We'll just say like hey this movie was really good hey we should talk about this movie hey this would be a fun movie for curation
0: not occasionally we text more than I text my wife we pretty That's much true. text constantly All I day, have I actually so you <laughs> know how you can
1: hot ha- you can now like highlight people in for your threads mm-hmm. the two people that are at the top of my text chains are you and my wife those are the two people I talk to the most <laughs> um
0: Andrea enjoys second place lady <laughs>
1: so <laughs> Uh, this one popped up probably, like, probably in the fall or something like that. But you text me. He's like, "Hey, this movie would be great to talk about. It is a uh, 2021's. It came out June June 2021. Werewolves Within from Josh Rubin and Mishna Wolf. Um, it stars Sam Richardson. who's one of my, my my favorite comedic actors out out there right now. Mm. And I am going to butcher her name, but uh, Milana Van Milana Milana Vontrobe.
0: I don't well know done. If that's how you say it. I wouldn't even tempt it. Honestly, <laughs> it's the
1: you guys know her best as the AT and T girl. That's how, that's uh, how you. That's a
0: fan do. favorite for Squirrel Girl. That was a big thing not that was fan going favorite. Around
1: for a while. She was Squirrel Girl. She was. She was. She was in Squirrel what? Girl in the unaired New Warriors pilot. She's also done the voice for many of the cartoons. Awesome.
0: Okay, so the internet, you got what you want. Stop being little pricks. But yeah, we're getting a um, lot of news about you, internet people, this week. Neither here nor there.
1: Go Werewolves ahead. within, apparently based on a video game. I never played it. Um... Did you?
0: I haven't, but when I read that, I was like immediate contender for greatest video game movie of all time.
1: Yeah, actually, maybe we'll
0: discuss that later. But
1: <laughs> it's fun, like actually, so first off just off the bat, I really enjoyed this movie. Like you were yeah. totally right, this movie was great. I'm so glad we get to talk about it. This actually reminded me because when the movie trailer, when the trailer came out, I was watching it. Um. When we when Game of Thrones was still on, uh, we would often have people over. We'd go over to our friend Aaron and Veronica's house, and we'd all be there. Uh, we would play a game afterwards, and this became vital in the later seasons as the seasons continually got shittier. Um, we would play a game afterwards. It would be very entertaining called Were- Werewolves of Miller's Hollow, um, which is kind of like a souped-up, heads-up 7-up, um, but it's basically a whodunit. Like you have to guess who the werewolf is in the mists. Of your group, a um, lot of fun. Like I used to make up random.
0: I think there's characters. another one, One Night Ultimate Werewolf. That's Same what thing. We play. Yep. Fucking great. Yeah. Great game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that is what this feels like. Again, I've never played the video game, but that is exactly what this feels like, and I loved every second of it for it.
0: Yeah. So I actually was uh, given this through one of our friends over at Junk Food Cinema, man. Hey. Uh, I'm in their mandatory film school game. They do right where you you get with a group of people. You have your big-ass watch list on Letterboxd, right? right? And uh, we start assigning each other movies based on themes. Something we're going to try to do on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Film Malcolm is... P- <laughs> Dollars, people. That's what we're here for. Uh, neither here nor there. But our friend Keith Williams, right? Uh, one of my good friends I met over there. Uh, great dude. He actually assigned this to me, and he's like, Dude, I love this movie. I fucking love Werewolf everything. He's real big on the debate between Werewolf versus Wolf Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is one of the funny things to talk to him about and he sent it to me and I don't know why I don't know what was going on in my life, but I I viscerally remember this movie just being this absolute antiseptic for my soul, right? Yeah. Like I was just having one of those days or weeks. I can't remember exactly what was going on as is often the case. What I do remember is uh, feeling like, I was just walking on clouds watching this movie and after, and I was so in love with it. And one of the things I really loved about it's ironic. You chose it for me as a gift. I was watching it and I was like, Sam Richardson in this movie is kind of playing Alex Dandino. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that like a slightly less crusty Alex Dandino. Yeah. I mean, and so I watched it. It was almost like watching my buddy, uh, troll around this awesome kind of whodunit, really good ensemble comedy but yeah a lot of alex dandino vibes so this this movie just really that's what i take away is the the sun the sunshine for the soul this movie brought to me
1: it is yeah it's it's funny because like my self-perception is very different than how other people perceive me i assume (laughs) i am a categorically difficult person to talk to and deal with on a regular basis yeah so it's funny when this kind of stuff comes up but watching sam richardson in this movie i was like i see why griffey enjoys this i'm almost positive the reason he wanted to watch it was because sam richardson's character reminds (laughs) reminds him of me which i
0: told you though i said alex whatever you're going through i was like watch this movie and just lift your heart man lift your spirit right this movie reminded me of in the best way right sometimes you see this and i think a lot of us who try to write or you know Create films and this and that. It can be arduous journey sometimes, right? Totally. This is one of those movies that you're like, it's just so fucking fun, and you can tell that the the people making the movie are absolutely loving it and having a blast. And it was just infectious, man. Uh, no pun intended, right? With the lycanthropy. Sure. But I just, I, I thought it was not only just fun and clever. The ensemble cast, is great. But it's just, it's a really well laid out movie. It works on many spectrums at once. So. Mm-hmm. That's mostly why I gave it to you. Hopefully, you'd be like, uh, "Yeah, I also need to, you know, like primal scream in the car and like reclaim myself." Yeah, but absolutely. mostly no, this the, was a the joy. this was
1: a good like <laughs> this is a good like uh, yeah palate cleanser is a great way to put it in the best way possible. Just a yeah. very enjoyable film. Like a,
0: a lot, lot of people say these things, and it's kind of a, a backhanded like this movie's less than right. It's, it's, it's just such candy. a joy. Not like, the case. Yeah.
1: It's honestly just joy upon joy. Like there's no. It's weird because like in a basically a murder mystery, which like actually the guy who plays Gyarmo a guy who plays Guillermo and what we do in Shadows is one of these guys in the movie. By the way. So fucking also, funny. Also, again, what an incredible cast to assemble. Like they just did I this mean ing- that
0: the absolute like crown jewel of this movie is the wonderful yeah. ensemble cast. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Wonderful.
1: Everybody's good. Like there's not a single, you know, short there's not a single coming up short in the bunch, but also, to a point you made earlier, I, I forgot, I did read this. This has the this movie has the distinction of being the only film based on a video game to be certified fresh. The first one to ever be certified fresh. Really? Rotten Tomatoes. And it holds the highest rated critic <laughs> score on both Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritics for a movie based on a video game.
0: I would have to check a little more like what are the great like I love that Super Mario Brothers movie realize it's not like a classic movie right like i liked mortal Kombat. understand it's not a great but like right. what are the great video game movies right there I has mean, to be some that are good
1: i mean i well okay so i'm looking at this list okay obviously super mario brothers is the top mm-hmm. uh rotten Tomatoes score is 24 metacritic is 35 okay double dragon which uh-huh. i loved
0: by the yeah. way yeah
1: when I was young, that when we movie, were
0: kids for sure, yeah, that, that movie's was, fucking wild.
1: <laughs> that was like Scott Wolf, I believe. Yeah. yeah like yeah. that movie. That is a uh, 13% Rotten Tomatoes. There's, they didn't even score it on Metacritic. Yikes. Um, I think the one that I remember the most doom was, and
0: doom was kind of popular for resident evil was fun. Resident evil. Resident 1.
1: Evil's cool. Uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. That was a really expensive one that made a lot of money.
0: Yeah, that movie was terrible though. What about Silent Hill? Silent Hill is a legitimately good movie, I think.
1: Silent Hill has a thirty-two percent Rotten Tomatoes score.
0: Wow, bummer.
1: And I actually really like that movie.
0: movie. That might have been my highest rated comic or a video game movie before this one.
1: That's fair. That makes sense. Uh let's see. There's This is really interesting. I've there's I never realized how many comic book movies there are. I, I remember I remember being really excited when they were gonna make the Assassin's Creed movie. I'm like, oh cool, you don't yeah. have to do anything. It's like perfect adaptation. Wow.
0: They never do. They, they like never to do. muck around, yeah. They
1: really <laughs> Max Payne was another one that I was like, cool, you don't have to do anything. Weird. Like, I didn't understand that at all.
0: But it's it's a genre that's
1: mostly really bad. Do you think Werewolves Within works so well because and again, I can't say this because I haven't played the game, but do you think it's less about the actual gameplay and more about yeah. just based on
0: i think a lot of games get beholden to they want it to have some resemblance to right. the game i don't know maybe it's it's either or right because like the mario movie said fuck you we want to have nothing to do with the mario right. games and gave us this like really grimy like dark city yeah with like weird mutant headed for all, i mean it's strange like dennis hopper's in it that's weird for a fucking totally. mario
1: but then you um, have, like, Mortal this Kombat one though, where could they're, you can just like watch trying.
0: this. Yeah, that one's, like, too much. Like, get over here. Uh, just the set designer just fucking going above and beyond that. But this one, I think, worked because it, it has nothing to do with the game, right? It, it right. understands the basic premise of, you know, use your medium to the most, right? Just because something was a video game doesn't mean it needs to fucking – you don't need to have, like, touchstones of the game. And again, we've never played it. So honestly, even considering it a video game movie is such a weird thing for me at this moment. But I, I think that's what I look at is the the thing this movie does so well, the whodunit is laid out pretty clever, right? We know pretty much someone here is going to be guilty, right? But they do this great job of of giving everyone. It's a really well-balanced balanced act of here's a clue. And then watching this ensemble cast kind of all at once have chaotic reactions to it. Yeah. And what is wonderful in those scenes is watching how almost everyone finds a line or a voice in those scenes, and they don't just drown each other out. No. It's not like, here's one guy who's going to carry the comedic load, Mm -hmm. and then it just lets Sam Richardson be this ultimate counterpuncher, where he's just watching and reacting physically often with just his face, and it's just fucking hilarious. So I think that's, but but there is a there is some pretty good mystery moments, right? Because they, they lay in this idea that this fucking grimy old guy wants to come and do like a Keystone pipeline through their town, right? Half of them want it, half of them don't, right? So you get these what what the movie kind of settles on in the end, right? And I think the title even hints at, is it gets to this uh, this monster within story, right? Right, is that when the lights go out and nothing is as it seems what the fuck are people to do? And I, especially the movie kind of tells you, this, it opens with that Mr. Rogers quote, right? Like, you know, love yourself. And that begins with loving, you know, your neighbors, whatever the fuck it is. Right. right. Uh, or listening is where love begins. Right. Listening to ourselves and our, and then our neighbors. And then it goes, Mr. Rogers. So it kind of lets, you know, it's going to be this horrifying inversion of the, uh, you know, small town Mayberry vibe. Yeah. Um, and again, when you have characters this good, you can really fucking get a lot of legs out of that.
1: Yeah, I think what I liked is that in lesser movies, you'd find a lot of these beats very contrived, like particularly like the one where, OK, they all have to stay in the uh, hotel together, the end together. And in lesser movies, you don't understand how to properly construct or like compress people into a space. This one does it alarmingly well and then also caps it off with probably and this is a weird thing to like hone in on but like one of my favorite (laughs) sam Richards. all right it's a good old-fashioned sleepover like this like eternal optimism or this just like constantly trying to not (laughs) like this is the guy who absolutely should be the most negative person there like and it's weird because it's this impractical straight man part that he's doing which is like any other park ranger character would probably be the like grizzled vet who has no idea what they're getting into, but they're being very logical. He's just trying Mm. to assume the best out of everyone, which is like not my MO, but it's also very entertaining to watch because like, again, the character plays so well opposite everybody else. And
0: right. Well, well, the powder cake's perfect. Yeah. We see this great cut at the start, right? Where it's like a beast attack. And then a hard cut into him. Yeah, And he's listening to these tapes on like regaining his manhood, as it were. Right. Reclaiming what you want. He's calling his ex and he's like, you know, hey, try to call. No, you know what? Do call me back. I want a phone call. So he's coming here to be this guy who's going to like assert his self. Right. He's going to be more. But one of the funniest beats is we find out he got transferred because his (laughs) friends talked him into fishing in a lake without a permit. Amazing. And he's like, oh, gee, golly, I got a social media. <laughs> and so he's just this fucking goober of a guy, right? Right. And there is this constant turn against he's the only character in the movie who's not following nature. Right. Right. Which is funny because he's a fucking park ranger. He's a nature guy. Right. Well, uh, He even does Caribbean. that Walden quote. And, you know, all the beauty is out of doors, right? Whatever. Right. Um, But he's the one character who absolutely refuses to concede to his nature he just you know he does the mr rogers quote he's gonna try really hard he's always trying to find a way one of my favorite scenes is when he's doing this you know we got to remember that we're a community right remember those angels you made those are great that made me feel good you know hey do you remember and he starts going through the town right and the reasons they should all be bonded right right and like why this matters and he's looking pretty fucking proud of himself right he starts doing those like you know fucking presidential like pauses where it seems like he's trying to regain his train of thought but really it's a dramatic pause right and at the end he's like what do you guys (laughs) say and then the lady who's like the mechanic goes man fuck you (laughs) she's like i saw what happened in this place and she's like fuck all y'all and they just leave and then everyone one by one completely rejects what he says and is like yeah we're we're gonna go on our own right and And i was like yeah that's fucking amazing yeah. I mean, like that, that's a really funny beat and the thesis of the movie right there. Exactly. I mean,
1: not only is the, I mean, obviously there's the title, <laughs> but it is this like perfect microcosm of small America. Like you and I both grew up in reasonably small towns. And like, yeah, like I absolutely see anybody that I, anybody that I grew up with, I'm like, you would
0: totally, if we all got stuck
1: somewhere, you'd all just start eating each other without.
0: Well, rush. my theory is. Everyone would, right? Like, let's say you got a group of best friends. You've been best friends since you were kindergartners, right? The nuclear holocaust happens, and you guys are, like, stuck in an apartment, and you're down to your last can of SpaghettiOs. You're going to try to stab your friends in the throat and eat those fucking SpaghettiOs, and probably them. Um, that's just how it goes, right? And that's why it's it's funny to have Sam in this movie, yeah. Because what one of the things that's really clever, right, is they, they constantly are turning on the you know, here are the real world reasons this could be happening, right? Oh, is it the pipeline? Is right. it uh, you know, these pe you know, the one people are right. mad like Antifa's vandalizing our Everybody right?
1: has a reason <laughs> to suspect the other person is not above and on board. Yeah.
0: Everybody. And so there there's the environmentalist scientist up there is here to stop the pipeline. So a lot of it centers on this this pipeline, right? Then they think it's the, the grizzly man outside of town, right? Because he's not one of them. Right. And I think one of the fun things is you just see how easy it is to start ripping at that fabric and how – that's our natural state. Our natural state is we want to decide that something is different in the enemy and destroy it. Right. And so th- this whole idea of the werewolf, right, is we're getting most of the way through the movie. Sam Richardson just keeps saying, and we don't know that he's wrong, that – There's no monster here. There's no monster haunting us. This is, this is us. We're the fucking monsters. And by the time the movie ends, you're like, yeah, the townspeople do more evil deeds, absolutely than the werewolf does. The werewolf kills a husband and a little shitty dog, right? And bites a finger off, which might have, by proxy, left to death. So you're like, that's two and a. I don't know what's what's a little Chihuahua dog like a tenth? Oh shit, dog people are gonna kill me. People who call their pets fur babies. I have dogs. I love dogs. They're not as they're not worth a human. I'm sorry. Actually, I like dogs better than humans. But come on, neither. I don't know why I'm getting in the caught in this fucking this unwinnable ditch. Gonna, I'm digging myself. It was canceled. I question. love dogs. I love bear more than everyone who listens to the show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm just saying, right? She kills three. If you count the dog as a whole, three. Sure. The people kill that in almost one scene near the end of the movie. Yes. They just start turning fucking fast. So I think that's what works is that this movie doesn't fall on, because this feels like an old Abbott and Costello setup, right? You know, oh, we're in the house, and oh, I went in the wrong room, and there's the werewolf sneaking up on me. Oh, I'm gone. And it feels like you're setting up for that hokiness, and you're going to have to really live on the werewolf. This movie plays it. It's just, uh, there's Tom. uh it's almost like a Scooby-Doo episode, right? No, oh, totally. There's Tomfoolery afoot. It's definitely our neighbors. And by the end, when they get to the werewolf, it's already like, it's already an established product. Yeah. So if the werewolf doesn't work, it has no bearing on really what we think of the right. movie overall. We pretty I, much are loving it already.
1: Right. I mean, we're already so invested in the narrative, like it almost at one point doesn't matter who the werewolf is because yeah, we've already, we've already pretty much covered how much scumbaggery we have in this town. You know, like <laughs> that's, that is the vibe. And that's like what the movie does so effortlessly and so entertainingly. And I, I, again, it's, it's one of those things like to me, who the werewolf is, is telegraphed pretty quickly. Like there's no doubt in my mind after like 10 minutes in this movie, like
0: who the actual werewolf is. I'm like, I get it, I I feel that too. The movie definitely cheats, right? Like it it like there's the scene when um the douche husband right who's always screaming about I'm I'm a free American and the groper right right when he gets his hand bitten off. I I don't care what movie we're watching. There's no werewolf transformation where you can bolt right, run a full circle around the building, climb up to your window. Untransform into a werewolf and not look just haggard as shit. Get your hair did, get your robe on and come back out and go, right. what? Where's his hand? Not so even that's like, Jack like the movie, Nicholson. A hundred percent. is che- Yeah. Not yeah. even Jack Nicholson, you know, sweaty old man. So it'd be more believable. It's, it's not. So yeah, the movie 100% cheats, right? Cause I even, I even like rolled it back and I was like, could you like possibly say that this is feet? No, the movie, the movie cheats right it's not a it's not trying to be a clever movie where at the end when it's revealed you're like aha they they make a sunk cost yeah. of we're I, just going to cheat because it won't matter who did it at the end yeah
1: i really And they were love, right to me. I really love that the movie doesn't yeah and like the cheating happens it is what it is like again and I'm like I'm not really a stickler for that unless it really just derails the entire plot but again because this movie is done in this sort of tongue in cheek way, but also is very, it's very folksy. Like Sam Richardson's character and his interaction with, uh, I'm not even going to say her last name again, but uh, her, last, her first name is Milana. Like <laughs> their interactions are very folksy, very interesting. And you're like, ah, I kind of know where this is going, but I, I, the important thing is I want to see where it goes. And I think that's like the real challenge of making a movie like this and putting everybody into a powder keg situation is how do you keep it interesting after like the first big blow up? How do you keep it interesting after the first kill? How do you keep it interesting after we eat chachi and then eat some guy's hand off and he gets shot? How do we keep going? How do you keep this interesting? Well, you just have these people start to just literally devour each other. And I, again it's not some sneaky reveal at the end it's Mm -hmm. it's just it's honestly really entertaining and like i i loved this the 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 speech at the end is the 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 dialogue between those two is like so perfect because it is this perfect contextualization (laughs) of yeah some people are just nice i don't know like some people just are trying really hard to be nice and other people aren't like What's interesting... I, I think your
0: point, though, is a good one, though, right? Is that what, what you're saying is, how do you keep it interesting when you're unrolling Totally. This? What this movie did, I think, is always the best. Like, honestly, there's no great unrolling mystery. No. Right? What it is is the characters are creating all of these false ends and just doing whatever they want. It's not really like a unified one bad thing happened and these people went crazy. Right. As she says, I just had to plant a dog collar... And some rumors, and you guys did it, right? My right. my evidence for this when I talk about, like, cheating, right? The example I always bring up is the movie Saw, right? That movie relies so heavily on the big ending, right? Who who done it? And that movie cheats so fucking much, right? Like, the scene when the guy is like, oh, I was made to do this by Jigsaw. And it's like, okay, you're made to do it, and you're just doing it so you don't come to, like, physical harm or whoever you love. I can't remember the thing. He's a nurse. Um but yet you're going to take this guy, this doctor you work with and seemingly were a friend of get his wife and kid because you have to, but then hold a gun to their head and hold a gun to a child's head while you listen to the mom's heartbeat faster. That's fucking cheating. That's not hostage. I'm doing this because I have to. That's because I'm a serial killer. Oops. No, I'm not. I got you. That is an absolute bullshit trick of a writer and a director. Again, You could argue it definitely worked because no one cares. They all remember that great last scene. This movie isn't worried about that great last scene. No. And I I think to your point, though, that that power between uh, Finn and Cecily, right? Cecily, yeah. Yeah, it's it's this wonderful – it kind of reminded me of those classic, you know, Clark Gable shits, right? Or – Um, (laughs) Cary Grant had some of these, right? Not quite screwball comedies, but they have this fucking rhythm and how they talk. So it's like a meet cute, but just this, this really like pitter patter. You're, you're following them talking and it almost has like a heartbeat rhythm to it. Right. Totally. And and watching them just talk. And she's like, this guy fucking loves snowshoes. Right. All their little discussions. Right. It's just so fucking cute and charming. And they set it up really well, because that moment when, you know, they're finally getting there, they're listening to the fucking ABBA, and it's like, hey, can can I kiss you? And he's like, yep. And he leans in, and the phone rings, and he fucking swerves his face and answers the phone. Because as an audience member, every time, like, what? What What are you doing? Because as she says later in the movie, you're like, she is literally too good to be true. What the fuck are you doing? But again, this is Sam fighting his nature, right? At every turn, he's he's trying to do what's right. And he but, still has this connection. So I, I think that's what matters is, like, it is this unfurling mystery that doesn't really matter who did right. it because the characters are so good. And at the core of it, this is. Because you want the boy to get the girl. And so what I was watching as, right, you're like, there are all these murders We're like, I really just want Sam and Cecily to get together and be happy. Yeah. Right? So it, it's kind of these this multiple-layered setup. Yeah. And if you're right. really buying into the characters, whatever they do with the other stuff doesn't matter. It just right. so happens that it's fucking – like, when this when this comes unfurled, it's fucking amazing. It is. It's fucking I, great.
1: <laughs> I think what's really special about this movie as opposed to, like, other comic book – or not comic book, other video game movies particularly is – What they're trying to do is give emotional payoff for things that maybe in the video game format would be like they're replacing the completion of a level with emotional payoff. And I think Mm -hmm. that is what a lot of other like movies of its ilk would lack and Mm -hmm. instead just go for like, oh, that looked cool in the video game. Let's put that in there instead. Like what I really, really like is that there's a lot of emotional payoff. In ways that you don't expect either. Not necessarily like oh like they're gonna fall in love or oh like this is a very dramatic scene. Like it's emotional in the way that humans are emotional. Like all right, well the dog's dead. I don't really know what to do. But now we've now like you know Finn is resolved to figure out what's going on. Like all the generators, all the generators are destroyed. Finn's resolved to get figure out what's going on. He's rallying his people, and they all tell him to fuck off. Like there's that. It's this emotional payoff, but yet also the subversion of tropes that works so well to make this movie unique and entertaining, and yeah, like highly watchable and like highly watchable again. Like I watched this twice. Yeah, it's it's a really rewatchable movie because it just so doesn't matter. It it just doesn't matter who the werewolf is, even if there is one. Like you could also make the argument that. It could you could have made the argument if there is this movie had ended and there were no werewolves to be found. Mm -hmm. And you just found out like she was like an axe murderer or something like that, also totally would have made sense to me. Like that I think is the real power of a movie like this, is that you're just along for the ride. And that is like so valuable when you just need a good movie to when you need a good movie to just watch. Yeah. Being along for the ride is so important, especially for movies that are like, especially for horror comedies, I think.
0: Yeah, well, to that point again, I think a lot of video games suffer because when you're playing a video game, you're doing a lot of the work of filling in the emotion and the character, right? Totally. A lot of the characters yeah, in game and not as much modern games, but older games, right? We're kind of empty voids. And then because we're surviving the zombies or we're piloting the ship, right? We feel emotion. It might not really be in that game, right? right? So it's hard to translate on. Um, and again, this one, like, even when you see the the fucking the wild boyfriend, right? Uh from the mechanic lady Oh my god, I fucking and he, love that. And guy. Was, what are you doing? He's like, I take knives to my hands. You know, I'm gonna make it look like a werewolf stole all this shit. And you know, he's like, Is there actually a werewolf? I don't know. And it's like it's just such a fucking human, <laughs> messy reaction. Right. you are like, instead of just like this goofball, it's just really fucking fun. Like you're just really invested in, you know, uh, when Trish loses it and she fucking stabs that, you know, guy in the neck with the maple syrup. Like I want my gift shop. Yeah. You're like, fuck, I, I feel what she's feeling. I don't, you know, agree with murder or, you know, all this other shit, but you're like, it's a really human base level. Lizard brain responses. I'm going to kill everyone so I get my gift shop. When they open the door and it's Trish, right? And, uh, you know, so the the one lady runs her husband over. She's like, get in the car. And then Trish blows that lady's brains out. And then she just looks and she goes, you're not supposed to be in my house or on my property. She reverts back to this excusing whatever yeah. lizard brain thing she's going to do. She comes in her house pointing a gun and it's just like, wipe your shoes. I- right? And it's like, it's it's just... Other than how much you can crawl in their brains, I feel.
1: Other like. than the two leads, I do. I I love Michaela Watkins. Like she's so good in everything. I she's think Joaquin is my favorite. Oh well,
0: he's yeah. fucking hilarious in this.
1: He's one. pretty amazing. The, the
0: snowplow couple was great. Like they're really fucking funny. Yeah. uh That's we're a, you a werewolf detective now? <laughs> that fucking, fucking cracked love. me up. You so smart, him. babe. Damn,
1: that guy is. That guy's been in a lot of shit. I remember him best from uh, crashing that Pete Holmes show where he plays a. Yeah. Uh, now that's he, the other thing,
0: right? It's like, a lot of those actors, right? A lot of character
1: actors who yeah. are just in stuff. Like that's the guy like, who the whole plays, time we're watching
0: it, I'm just like, oh, it's the guy from that show. Like the and guy I who just, plays oh.
1: Emerson is from Barry, and then also Billions. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, I had no idea he was not Russian until I saw him in Billions. <laughs> it's so weird to see, like, because again, I'm just used, and especially after watching him in Barry, I'm just used to that accent. It seems like, oh, that makes sense. That's that guy's voice. Right. So when you hear him just talking, again, he's it's just filled with actors who just never... They're not starring leads like Michael Chernis or that kind of stuff, but they're so fucking good. With yeah, what and they're
0: given. They're all just so funny in a group. Like it's really hard to get a group that big of actors all being funny. Yeah, and and not have there be a demolition derby vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And they're so fuck. I mean, the chemistry with the cast is fantastic. Right? There's no one upmanship.
1: I love that.
0: No, it's it's just this perfect. They find this. Uh, you know symmetry that's beautiful and then as you watch at the end right the murders are fucking great right the maple syrup tap is great uh you know joe kim hitting her and she fucking falls into the fire after sam richardson's like she's fine she's fine then he's like let's get out of here right she runs over her husband she gets blown away uh then you start doing the crossbows even joe kim is like losing it right he's like the seventh child yeah he gets shot they're all getting shot and then Joaquin blows up the phallic symbol to fire, right? Love it. And, again, just, you know, Sicily and fucking fence it up. Well, that was fucked up. Yep, yep, absolutely. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I, just, I thought it was just the way everything spools out. It's just this great blend of, like, actual fun murders, yeah. comedy. But, okay, so walk me through this finale. Because after we've seemingly finished the movie... Yeah. There is, in fact, a werewolf. Um, yes. And if the movie has a couple black eyes to me, which, again, small fucking quibbles in a movie like this, they definitely cheat with Sicily. Okay. I definitely don't, to this day, know why they said the scientist killed herself. I think that sucks. Um, yeah. Unless they were insinuating the guy actually did shoot her.
1: I was going to ask you if you thought that was... Legit. I like
0: that better. Her mm-hmm. actually just like, Oh, I killed myself. Cause I'm a son. Like that's no, I don't accept that. Um, <laughs> if it's meant to be that we're to believe that he actually did it, but then no one really questions what seems like an obvious that guy murdered the scientist who's blocking his pipeline. Right. I guess that's kind of the whole thing. So hopefully that's what it was. Right. Um, the ending where they go back through all of the clues as if we're fucking idiots. If you're making a movie and you do a reveal, Please don't do the flashbacks.
1: You gotta Please do don't. the
0: flashbacks. Especially man. a movie that's only, like, a crisp hour and a half. I, I don't need to see the flashbacks. Well, it's not like you... I'm sitting there like, ah Well,
1: you don't. And again, I don't think any of us who watch movies like this routinely are going like, Well, <laughs> I was feel stumped annoying? until this moment.
0: It feels, one, condescending, and two, like, Come on. Like, get to the reveal. As soon as we see her, we'll know.
1: I mean, I get it. Yeah, it's a little condescending, but at the same time. And not even,
0: I'm not talking about people like us and probably people who listen to this podcast. If you're listening to us, you're probably really into movies and you're just filling your head with all the movie content you can listen and read to. You're probably a very smart movie listener. Not that we're helping with that, right? We're probably bringing down the movie going IQ per episode. I think it's condescending that they think that my mother, Zayna Griff, and other parents, right? Double D, can't fucking watch the movie and keep track of
1: hmm, sneaky. I think you got to do it because that's I'm part of the style. Flashback. That's part of the style.
0: It's it's a it's thing the, that people did for a long time. Moviegoers we, are savvy. We as talk hell about
1: now. this a lot. A, am sorry. What did you just say? Moviegoers are what? Savvy. No. You are false.
0: People nowadays watch so many movies and TV shows. The language of storytelling is so ingrained in our mind in this Pavlovian effect. Right? People are so much more. They might not be able to articulate
1: it. You are giving people an awful lot of credit they don't do.
0: I am a Sam. I've always been just a gung-ho optimist who sees the best in everyone. See, this is why I I don't understand
1: why you see me in Finn. I don't get it.
0: Come I, on. are you fucking serious you're the guy who's like i'm hard i'm like larry david and really you're like the in a group you're just like the it's cool we'll make it work like whatever it, alex Dandino needs to do like it's gonna be okay you're that guy i mean you I'm are not, not the I'm... like scream and put your foot down like you know fuck y'all fuck that noise i'm out of here
1: no it just depends on the situation
0: you're the ultimate like good guy good guy like I'm going to do the best for the group kind of guy. I for think sure you you're are. giving the,
1: you're giving the broad general audiences a lot of credit. I, I am.
0: I think they're smarter than average, except for like the guys on Twitter. They're you'd always be like fully
1: wrong. And I think that ultimately, <laughs> Here we go. ultimately what it is is it's just, again, it's a beat. It's a beat in the movie that works because it's, we know the kind of movie we're watching. If, you don't need that. That's fine. The gag, though, is important because if you don't put it in there, we'd be talking about this. And we'd be like, why didn't they put the gag in there? Like,
0: you're it's telling a gag- me if they didn't do like an Edgar Wright, like shoo, on newspaper clippings, unlike the auto part shoo, on the bloody mailman's like tag. We don't need it, the three flash. It's again, it's a, it's a small quibble. It's, it's a, a small, small I get it,
1: but it's a gag. It's a trope, like anything else that goes in these kinds of movies. Not doing it feels weird, and it th- actually throws off the pacing a little bit. If you
0: think how that. what? Oh sure. my god! Why would I? Don't it? agree. I don't agree. We don't need it. We need to get back out and have the throwdown. I actually love Got what it. she you says and Stephen
1: Hawking watch your movies, and you know
0: <laughs> that's fine. I know the two of us are smart as hell moviegoers. That's what I know. I don't
1: sure. disagree. The rest a of the brief history public, of time,
0: right? We we don't have enough time for these flashbacks. Keep it brief.
1: I'm pretty time. sure the world at large proves your point otherwise every single time. Every day we wake up, there's a I different
0: believe point. the guys that you see on against. Twitter that are harassing people and have anime avatars and are douchebags. I think they are such a small segment of humanity, but they make so much fucking noise and trouble that then... Twitter has this horrible thing, right? Where Twitter not only does it give people incentives to be douchebags to others, and again, one of our friends of the show actually has an anime fucking avatar, so I'm not even saying that. You know the type I'm talking. About. Um, but it, it incentivizes bad behavior twofold, right? Because one, they think they're actually getting to hurt someone and talk trash, and two, because then everyone else who wants to make themselves seem like they're the most righteous motherfucker on earth retweets it and spreads the bile and venom forever. So it's just this horrible fucking effect. So I think those people are actually a much smaller group than average.
1: I mean, I'm not talking about, you know, comic skaters or anything like that. I'm talking about the, broad... I'm saying
0: those people are thick. I think the average fucking I'm speaking people about the broad general
1: audience. And I think,
0: I think your average parent has seen so much shit by this time that they are really savvy in a way that a lot of us, you know, more centafilely people don't think they can. Do. I think
1: from a basic perspective of pacing, it makes sense to do it in this kind of movie.
0: How? What? <laughs> Neither here nor there. Fine, agree to disagree. Agree. To I mean, disagree.
1: it's not a big deal. It is what it
0: is. It's a fucking huge deal. Not just kidding.
1: <laughs> um as far as how the ending plays out, I really do enjoy the little back and forth between them like it's I, really it's, good
0: i like him finally doing the you know what i'm a nice person it's fucking i mean sorry language sorry. it's, it's F and F and okay, okay to be nice yeah i'm not gonna change i wasn't i thought it was good because she's you know she's doing the you know all i did was just playing a little seeds and then people's fear and hatred yeah. and you know their nature she's took over. she's doing work. what
1: werewolves do
0: which is she's allowing nature to take over and- yeah and she even says, and she goes, do not you, because you're pathological. What's my pathology? You're too nice. You're too nice. And so in a way, he is the mythological creature, right? I love that line, too. And she's like, uh, didn't I seem too good to be true? And she goes, uh, werewolves are real. Girls who read Walden while drinking kombucha that's and the get fantasy. horny at your Yellowstone stories are not real. That, <laughs> that fucking killed me. Oh my um, God.
1: So good.
0: Yeah. I thought that was really, good. it was hard though. Like I was actually felt like an emotional tug. Cause I thought these two were just dynamite together. I felt really sad when we lost the opportunity for them to be together. I did like, however, though that Emerson, right. Comes back and he goes, I like what you said about community and Mr. Rogers. And, what, you know, they kind of fight it out and they're like, you know, yeah. they're forming the It's a two person community now. Mm-hmm. But so, for some way, uh, somehow. He's fucking nonsense one over another person's nature. And in the end, his being that guy.
1: Right. Saves the day. Well, you know what it is, is like we all want to be Sam Richardson in this movie. We all want to be this eternal optimist who can, like, weather the storm. Mm-hmm. Most of us. If not all of us are the townspeople
0: of Beaverfield. See, I would rather be a Sicily. I feel like that's closer to where I am. Like, I'll take I mean, down the people that are. She's right there with them.
1: She's simply giving in further to her nature than anyone else is willing
0: to. That's all. But she's an actual, like, carnivorous, mythical creature. The she other is. people just want a gift shop. That sucks. Right.
1: But like from a metaphorical standpoint, she's just someone who's willing to embrace the animal regardless.
0: She doesn't lie about it. She's not
1: surface yeah. covering. She's not being she is, really. she's not being false with who she is.
0: Yeah. Her her falsehoods are in service of trapping victims. Um, But yeah. So so what did you is the movie comes to the close. They do this weird sandwich joke. Make your own damn sandwich. Also, by the way, I was like a plus kill scheming. When he fucking stabs her in the neck with a snowshoe. Love I it. was like, A-plus, because he misses like 15 axe shots. Yeah,
1: I really enjoyed Chekhov's <laughs> snowshoe. That was good. Yeah.
0: So, A-plus on that, what do you make the last sandwich joke? And then as the, as the, because I guess that's her fighting her nature too, right? Uh, I will no I longer be beholden to fucking serving others. I'm taking control of myself Uh, is, is the credits start rolling on this movie? What was your final thoughts and kind of takeaway from your experience of this film?
1: A fun final gag. You know, you make your own damn sandwich. It's always fun to see, you know, especially women try to women taking down alpha male, a pig. Um, Yeah. I mean, is there anything else you can say about this movie besides like what, just what a great time it is to watch. Mm -hmm. Like, I had someone I I reposted what we um what we posted on the Instagram. I reposted it on my personal and one of my friends is like, Oh, what'd you think of Werewolves? And I was like, It's just a blast, man. Like it's everything you want it to be. A little bit of gore, a fun little like who done it thing, even though it's not really a who done it. It's more like a are we gonna like when are you gonna reveal that who that person did it? It's (laughs) it's just a real it's just joy. It's pure joy. That's what it is. Pure (laughs) entertainment If you've had a bad day, this yeah. is the movie to watch.
0: This, this to that's what I take away is that this is this is a uh, a sweet balm on a a cracked and withering soul. Right? Uh, it just really is fully embodying all the fun and joy of making movies. Period. Um, in the best ways, it's, it's an ultra lovable film, and when I watch it, it, it's really transportative. And you know, you hear like you know joggers say that right when i'm out there running my, the world fades away it's just me and my head and i'm like wow that it's just me and my bad knees and my pain and my lack of air um so i don't have that experience so i get that when i watch like werewolves within right, right. and i i just really feel rejuvenated man my my inner nature is bolstered when i, I, feel I watch nothing this. but joy yeah that's it for werewolves within i hope you Happy guys birthday. enjoyed the movie and enjoyed uh gifting me greasing me up with the old uh you know gifts right just uh you know working me trying to make sure i'm a happy benevolent birthday boy you wouldn't want punishments to come from on high (laughs) no
1: what is that laugh jeez
0: i don't know it's a little that's kind of what i thought caligula might sound like right like, welcome that... to the OG Dungeon. <laughs> okay,
1: you're gonna model yourself after a Caligula copy that.
0: Well, I mean, I was like it's it's a birthday, months of excess and grease. Uh in all my analogies, I'm a ripped shirtless guy.
1: A Lot of grease in these getting analogies. Getting fanned. Like a you know lot what I mean? of grease.
0: I wanna slide into my old age, happy, a right? A lot of grease. Lot of grease. Uh we'll we'll workshop the name. Something You know, grandiose for, for Griff's birthday, perhaps. Well, the pod gesticulates before Griff. No, just sign (laughs) off. What's the matter with you? Neither here nor there. Uh, It's been a delightful series of movies so far. We hope you guys are having fun. Really good movies on the Patreon this month as well. Quick heads up as we are coming to the end of this month's curation It has become apparent that Dogville is going to be very hard for the audience to find. So we (laughs) may shotgun. Yeah. Unless every one of you wants to buy a DVD or Blu-ray of Dogville, which I'm sure you'll watch all the fucking time after we talk about it. Uh, We may actually shotgun and do another flick. So stay tuned. Uh, Surprise alert. A good way to keep abreast of everything happening in the show. And, you know, to just help uh, grease in the old Griff breast as well. No. Gross. One of these times it's going to land, you're going, holy shit, this is amazing. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Uh You can get on the, the Discord with us, chat with us all the time. Tons of extra content, uh, all the newest and greatest from the show. It uh, really helps us out. Thank you for those of you who do. Thank you for those of you who are about to. The email Pod at gmail.com. Uh, we're on all the socials you want to find if you guys ever want to talk, questions, comments, complaints, whatever. Uh, if you're mad that Alex isn't just rolling with these grease analogies or sliding with these, neither here nor there. I'll get him a spatula. Uh, the YouTube film Alchemist. And make sure you leave those ratings and reviews, guys. We would appreciate that is uh, a free and easy gift you can give to the show. Uh, that's it for us. I'm Josh Griffey.
1: Alex Dandino.
0: Bye.